Hello, friends. Uh, so we're, I'm, you know, I'm just recording this string. I'm just going to put them all out, like publish one after the other. If you care to listen to this deep tech stuff, listen to it. If you're, if you don't, don't. But this is like deep Caleb is describing lines of code kind of episodes. So uh, catch us up. We started with me preaching about the single file principle that I care so much about, where I try to keep everything related to a single feature in a single file that I can unplug from the system and the rest of the system works. And then the next thing I was talking about is how I can do that with this hooks pattern, where in those files I can hook into parts of the system directly from the file and not have to reference that file all over the code base. Um, and so, yeah, so that's the hooks pattern. And now I want to talk about an evolution of that hooks pattern for the problem of sometimes you need to mutate data. So in that, like, let's keep going with that file download example where you're supporting file downloads in system like Livewire and in the place in Livewire's code base where it calls a method in a user's code and deals with the returned value, you trigger a hook that's like method called or whatever, like return. Let's just call it return. And then in that single file called support file downloads, you have a listener for that hook that's like on return, then you have a callback that accepts that value. And then you'd say, if that value is a response, a file response type, um, then do something, right? Okay, but let's say that it'd be great if I had a different example, um, but let's just say that that file download bit, maybe there's another thing that's like support good file downloads or like super fast file downloads. And maybe there's another hook that like wants to see if the response is a file download and it like minifies it somehow or caches it or does something, you know, but something that changes the return value. Um, yeah, maybe let's just say it minifies it or something. So in this case, we can't just listen for the return and receive the return value. We need to actually mutate it. And obviously, if it's an object, you can just change it because it's passed by reference in PHP. You can just modify the object. But let's say that you want to swap it with an entirely new object. So this is sort of the pattern that I've landed upon. And it's killing two birds with one stone. Um, if you're familiar with React in React hooks, like in the use effect hook, you can you know do logic inside the hook and then you can return a callback from the hook and that callback is sort of it's like a cleanup hook so like the, the functionality you put inside use effect is going to run on you know every render or i guess every time like a dependency changes i don't know i barely use react um, that's going to run every time it needs to run but then uh, before it's destroyed, I guess before a re-render, it will call that cleanup hook that you, the cleanup callback that you returned from the use effect callback. So you're returning a callback from a callback. And so it's a pattern that I've toyed with. I, I used it in Alpine um, in the X init, like rather than having, I don't think this exists anymore in Alpine. It, it might, but I don't think it does. Instead of having like an init and a destroy hook in Alpine for components, just have an init hook and then if you want to hook into the destroy, you return a callback from init. So it's a way of like not needing a separate name and concept and using this kind of established pattern of returning a cleanup callback or some sort of subsequent extra callback from some sort of hook. This is a, a pattern that exists and I like it. And so 
what I've done with these little hooks that I've described to my own little listeners is support returning a second callback. And the second callback is a middleware. And basically, so here's how you would use it. This is, this is like getting crazy. I'm sorry. This is how you would use it though. When you're calling that trigger inside, like the part of the system that calls the method in LiveWire. So you have like trigger, you know, return, and you pass a value. You can now say like, let's, I'm calling it finish. So like dollar sign finish. So setting a variable called finish equals trigger. Okay. And then when triggers called, it's going to go through all the listeners and call all the listeners, collect any uh, callbacks that were returned from those listeners and put them inside of this finish variable. That's a function. So finish is now a function that if called, it will run through all those extra callbacks. But the nice thing about it is you can pass a variable into finish and that variable will be passed through all these callbacks as middlewares. So all of these callbacks have to return, they, they accept a single variable and they have to return that same single variable. Um, I could probably open it up to, to multiple returns and multiple parameters, which I should do. Um, I should totally do that because sometimes I need that. Um, but yeah, so this basically accomplishes the goal where let's say, let's say that in the part of the liveware system where I call a method and I get the return value where normally I might just, you know, return it to the browser or something. I call the trigger, but I say like finish equals trigger return past the return value. Now, when I go to like do something with that return, instead of just referencing the returned value, I'll reference finish call it so like dollar sign finish open parentheses pass the return value in and then whatever is returned out of that i'll use as the return so does that make sense so all these hooks not only can hook into the trigger they can now return a separate callback that will act as a middleware and those will all you know it's all optional you don't have to return a middleware callback you don't have to use that these callbacks at all with the finish variable Maybe there's a better word than finish, but that's just what I name these variables. And yeah, and then so now that part of the system can now like, it's just expanding the functionality of this whole hooks system to allow for mutation. But in a way, to me, that feels a little bit more explicit and systematic. So not just like firing stuff off and letting everything mutate everything. It's like, no, it's keeping the original pattern simple and clean, but then it's expanding on it in a way that's like not muddying up the API very much. You're just returning a second callback and oh, the, oh my gosh, the best thing about this. So I'm using this in ways like before in, in current liveware, there's events like, uh, like let's just say update, updating and updated, or let's just call them like before update and after update. So there's oftentimes where I need to hook into something before it happens and then after it happens. That's a common thing um, because like if whatever, that's like a common need of mine. And I hate that like, oh, do you do like update dot before and update dot after? Or do you just keep it like one word and do updating and updated, which is what I've chosen to do. Um, but still, it's like kind of annoying to have to keep track of that. Um, so this takes care of that. I can now, instead of having an updating hook, I'll just have an update hook. And then that uh, your hook will be treated as updating. And then you can return a callback from your update hook and that'll deal with the updated state. 
So because I get that finish variable that I can call after the system has done the update. So it's basically the equivalent of hooking into before and after, except you can do it from one listener, which feels much nicer, both in a naming way and just like in just general in using the API. But the really cool thing is that generally, if you have an updating hook, you're hooking into before something happens, you might be determining something you're going to do after it happens. But when those were separate listeners, they're separate callbacks. So if you want a shared state between them, you have to like do stuff above those callbacks. Like maybe you have some sort of like property on the class that they live in or whatever. But now because it's a callback nested inside a callback, that outer callback, the one that's the normal listener before the thing, you can set variables and just pass them into the the callback you return with use in PHP. In JavaScript, you don't need that just because of the way scoping, closure scoping works in JavaScript. You don't need use statements. It's just like, you know, whatever. So I found this to be insanely valuable, uh, an insanely valuable tool. And it has really unlocked this feature for me. Like now I can use it in bigger ways, in way more powerful ways. So I've been attempting some daring features in LiveWire, like stuff that I'm like 50-50 if it's going to make it in the core because the complexity is just probably too much. But I feel like it's the kind of thing that would really make LiveWire just that much better. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it in there, but here's the good news. I spent all day hacking on a feature yesterday. It is entirely contained in a single file because of these patterns. And I can comment out that file and the whole system works except that feature. No errors are thrown. It is fantastic. So this, I originally titled the first episode in the string, contain your messes. And that's what I meant by this is like, that really for me is huge because I am an explorer and a discoverer. I'm not much of a planner or an architecture in that way. I much more need to go and explore and discover a feature, discover an API, discover a usage. Uh, yeah. And so for me, my style and in life, this is my style. I'm sitting right now in an office littered with crap. It's cool crap. I think it's all sorts of like music stuff and, you know, I don't know, like stuff that I, I like to tinker with and toy with. It's not just like papers and garbage. Um, but yeah, like that's very much like my coding life is when I'm exploring, I'm making messes and, you know, you don't want to be a messy person. Systems don't benefit from being messy and disorganized, but if you can be if you can benefit from the like speed and exploration of like not planning out every step and not making beautifully named methods and perfectly commented code all at the start of your exploration, like that's not how I work. I can't do that. Um, and so this is a way where I can just go wild and experiment with something, but contain it all to a single little bombshell. Like it's all just contained and I can remove it and life goes on or I can improve it and that's fine too. So loving this, this is uh, a huge part of honestly, like these are the, pa there are other micro patterns in development for me. Like I'm always sort of developing or discovering new little patterns for myself um, in my, in my coding. It's kind of funny because I program a ton, especially like I said, the last four weeks, but I really do program a ton. I just do a lot of coding and I don't like talk that much or write that much about what, and I bet like that's the same with a lot of you guys. Like you're programming every day, you're honing your skills, you're building on them, you're developing your own tastes and opinions and, 
and whatever. Um, but a lot of it's in secret and yeah, so it's kind of fun to share some of these thoughts that I have and the evolution of me as a programmer. And a lot of it these days is centered around this concept of building things in contained bombshells that are easily removable. And to enable that, I am sort of developing this like hooky middleware pattern that's simple and I use it a lot. And of course there's trade-offs like anything, but whatever, it's great for my use cases. Thanks for listening to this string of stuff. Hopefully you followed it. This is not the kind of episode that you can leisurely just like listen to. I'm sorry. You probably had to like sit there and think really hard as I used a bunch of fancy words, but I appreciate it. And I will be seeing you. Bye.